stories for all to enjoy we're glad you could join us today sit back relax and enjoy the show now here is your host albert pineda welcome everybody to this week's episode of the casting for fun podcast i am your host albert pineda and for this week's episode it's going to be a special uh happy anniversary episode to allison and i who are celebrating our eighth anniversary of it our anniversary is november 8th uh 2014 <coughs> excuse me so we have been married for eight years, but it's also the 10th anniversary of our very first date. So November 8th is a very important, special date for us. So here on the show, obviously, is my wonderful, amazing wife, Allison. Allison, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, doing great. Thank you. And uh, thank you again for joining me on this podcast. You're my favorite guest. So it's always great to have you on. As I should be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do something fun with this podcast. Uh, we, we've told our story. The very first episode was you know, us going over our elaborate story, how we met, how we fell in love, how we eventually got engaged and married. And then uh, early this past summer, we got to do birthday episodes for us. So we got so people, the listeners got to know you as a person better on your birthday, as well as when you took over the show and interviewed me for my birthday. So that was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So I wanted to do something a little bit different to give something new to our listeners. So they're uh, able to be still entertained and not necessarily just hear the same stuff that we would share, even though we would love sharing our stuff all the time. I'm not so sure our listeners wanted to hear it over and over again. I think we're interesting. (laughs) Okay, so this is going to be fun. So Allison has some specific uh, questions or story topics, talking points she wants to bring up. So do I. And I think it will be really interesting and fun to go over this and just have like a banter back and forth between the two of us, uh, which I think is always fun. Maybe not necessarily a witty banter. So, like, you know, I, I'm reminded of that line from The Office with Kevin Malone, where he he mentions that on the, the final Dundee's episode with Michael Scott, where he says, I love banter, but I hate witty banter. <laughs> <laughs> so this may not be super witty. So, <laughs> so Kevin and anyone else who doesn't like witty banter will probably enjoy this. Um, okay, so thank you for joining me tonight. I'm excited. Okay, let's do this. Um, I wanted to go a little bit more elaborate onto our first date, which happened again um, when when this episode was released. It was ten years ago to the date on November eighth of two thousand twelve. Mm. So uh, Allison and I had been given our each other's numbers through uh, sisters who set us up on a blind date, and we were finally able to connect. I don't know if I ever showed, shared this part of the story with you, Allison, but. The night that you called me, I didn't answer and you left me a voice message. Do you remember that, right? No. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. Okay. So Allison had finally gone back to me and called me to set up the date because I initially had called her and she actually was you know, really busy as a nurse that wasn't able to return my phone call right away. This is the new stuff. But what may be new is that the night Allison called me to return the phone call, I didn't answer because I was at an LA Galaxy playoff game, okay. a game that the Galaxy lost. So I was really bummed, really bummed out about that game, a goal that got given up in stoppage time as the game was ending. So they lost one nothing on their home field, but then went on to defeat uh, 
the San Jose Earthquakes and then win MLS Cup that year in 2012. Uh, and then, you know, this year, some some other main team won, but we don't have to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, that being said, it was an exciting game uh, the, this past weekend's MLS Cup. Um, but anyways, uh, so I got a phone call from or a voice message from Allison and I was super excited. Oh, wow. I get a phone call from Allison and we can go on our date. So I actually lifted up my spirits and uh, we decided on Chili's. Right. And do you, do you remember much about that night? Yeah. I mean, I remember talking and talking and talking. We talked a lot. And I remember just feeling super comfortable with you and, and just thinking you're a really great guy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And what also is kind of jogging my memory a little bit was that night it rained really hard. There yeah. was a lot of rain. And here we are, you know, just 10 years later, we're getting lots of rain again, which yeah. is kind of crazy. So That's almost kind of like uh, deja vu in a way from 10 years ago. Mm hmm. And then we saw the movie Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I initially wasn't planning on uh, the day continuing longer after Chili's in Glendora. Uh, but we we went to the movies. So it was really, really fun. So Wreck-It Ralph has always played a special place in our relationship and marriage. And it was really fun that this past Halloween, we got to dress up as the characters. So I know Allison really pushes that to do a family-themed uh, uh Halloween costume you love it too <laughs> Allison pushes whatever oh you're funny uh well Avery and I did get lots of compliments on Halloween night when we went trick-or-treating lots of random strangers just told us oh you guys look so cute it was really fun so that, that was fun. Yeah. yeah 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 thank you oh you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so it's either going to be Wreck-It Ralph or the James Bond movie Skyfall so we ended up going with Wreck-It Ralph. I don't know if we could have done a James Bond-like themed uh, Halloween costume. So that yeah, wouldn't be appropriate for the family. No. <laughs> but you did enjoy Skyfall when we eventually watched it, I think. Eventually. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to reflect on on our very first date from 10 years ago? Um, I mean, I think that was it. I just remember being really relaxed. And that's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Chili's also plays an important part in our, our marriage. And again, it, it's not that it was like that spectacular of a restaurant and, and Chili's is great. So uh, but again, I think it will always hold a special place in our hearts because that's where we went for our first date. Mm-hmm. And the movie Wreck-It Ralph will always play a special place in our hearts because it's the first movie we saw as a couple. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine most couples could probably tell you, hey, what was the first movie you guys saw together? Uh, and I'd love to hear it. So in the, if you follow the, the podcast on social media or follow me on social media, follow Allison on social media, uh, let us know. What was the first movie you guys ever watched as a couple? You really think people would remember? Uh, I think so. I think so. I'm, I'm going to ask in the I'll ask in the description of this episode. I'll see if people respond or not. But I, I think most people probably would remember what they thought was the first movie. I disagree. Let's see. OK, we're going to do a little bit of a social <laughs> test, social experiment to see if people can remember. Uh, I'm going to say it's higher than 50%. I'm going to say it's probably closer to maybe like 70, 70%. No, 40% would remember. Most really? couples won't. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah. Do you want to do a little wager on this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to bet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have anything in mind or do you want to think about it while we continue to talk? Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is I would love a nap. So whoever wins gets a nap. <laughs> in the penny of the house so that's the most like valuable thing ever okay uh this sunday this sunday okay uh, na- nap time uh for for longer nap because sometimes i think we'll cave and say you know what? you can have a nap too when you do that right the, the winner gets the longer nap on oh sunday. please please don't remember people <laughs> i need a nap okay so we'll post this on social media we'll have allison posted as well because i think allison reaches more people yeah and then uh so we'll see so i'm, I'm guessing it's it, okay i'm saying over under so i guess it's higher than 50 percent 
No, you that's, say not, less. that's not very close. You said 70% initially. No, but I mean, it would be even if you say if it's like less than 50% or if it's more than 50%. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm on board. So you see, it's, it's half and half. Okay. Okay. Deal. So if it ends up being like 49%, you, you win. All right. I'm fine with that. Okay. That helps my odds actually. Okay. Because <laughs> I think it's less than that. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm confident it's more. Okay. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, great. So uh, do you have any talking points for me? I have several that I wanted to bring up, but I wanted to just kind of go like a back and forth banter between the two of us. And yeah. I feel like I've been talking a little too much to start this podcast. No, I think it's good. Start off. Okay. Go no, oh, no, you go. You go. That, no, was, that was my go. first one. So. No, you go. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> um, I like hearing you talk. Okay, well, thank you. Thank okay. you. So so this may be kind of random, but I know a lot of people probably think about it from this past weekend. Uh, we had the time change for daylight savings. So we uh, fell back an hour back to standard time. So this is the way that the time is supposed to be. You know, daylight savings was uh, saving was established. I guess you're technically not supposed to say the S, but who cares? Everyone does. <laughs> um, was established, I guess, to give the extra daylight for farmers and people who needed it. Uh to give them that extra uh, hour or, or more so of regular day, daytime. But this is the way time is supposed to be, I guess. So it depends on which way you like it more. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it being dark so early and I always feel kind of tired, but, uh, and in the cold weather, I mean, I, I like it, but I, I'm definitely more of a spring and summer kind of guy. So I kind of would, if we would just stay the way it was, I, I don't like changing at all. So I, I'd rather we would just as a society pick a time and stick with it. Mm. But I kind of like prefer the the more summertime. So I wanted to ask you, how are you adjusting? How are you feeling with the time change? Well, first of all, props to Arizona and Hawaii for not having it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, I hate the time change with kids beforehand when you could sleep more. That was nice. But with kids, they were all up at five something in the freaking morning again. And we were just up anyways. Um, but yeah, I like the, the warmer seasons. So I think we should have it always closer to that. Mm -hmm. but i mean the the time change does bring in like you know this time of year the holiday season which is really uh, i guess it depends on your point of view it can be really stressful and hard or it can be really joyful and and amazing and fun so uh i know you, you've mentioned many times that halloween is your favorite holiday mm. uh but what do you like just generally about this type of season so like the last three months of the year october november and december just all the family time that we get like there's so many events and activities and like we even have to sit down and calendar as a couple what we want to do together for the next few months, which we need to do. Mm -hmm. And because there's so much that we can do and that we have to fit it all in around real life. And I think that's really nice to like every single week have guaranteed family time and activities that we can do. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, actually, even in the month of December, we're usually like booking the entire month where it's like a work party or a party for church or making sure that we fulfill our annual tradition of going to see Christmas lights at the Thoroughbred in Rancho Cucamonga. So making sure that we fit all that in as well as other festivities and stuff, it, it can be kind of cumbersome. Yeah. But, but I love it. It's, it's my favorite time of the year. I think it's really, really great and fun. Oh, second favorite. I, th I think the spring going into the summertime is my favorite. But, How come? I enjoy that baseball season's in full swing. So is major league soccer, uh, the warmer weather. So you can kind of do like funner things like uh, outdoor barbecues, swim parties, going to the beach. Uh, and then you usually get your big summertime blockbusters in that time, like starting in the month of May. So, you know, the first weekend in May is always reserved for like the, the big Marvel movie release for the year. Uh, and you usually get really cool, fun movies throughout the, the, the spring, later spring going into the summer. So I think it's a really like fun, like exciting time of the year. So that's why I'd probably pick it as my favorite. 
That sounds very Albert. Family yeah. time, sports, and entertainment. <laughs> and then usually, usually, not always, but uh, there usually will be like a big release from a band that I like releasing an album around that time. Like, for instance, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers released their album this past uh, April, the the uh, Unlimited Love album. So there'll usually be something really cool and exciting to listen to as far as music goes during that time frame, too. Entertainment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so what do you have for us, Allison? What do you want to talk about? Okay, the first question I have, and this is kind of just um, more silly, but we have a tradition every anniversary where we give a gift based off of the, what do you call it? The traditional gift for the anniversary? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or traditional guess- and modern gifts. So I guess yeah. like each anniversary has a specific gift that you're supposed to give. Uh, and it starts out really simple. Like I remember for the first anniversary, it's paper, right? Yeah. And so my question is, is which one, if you remember them was your favorite? Oh, it'd probably have to be uh, charger tickets, which I thought were really unique and cool Uh, that for our first anniversary, we did a weekend getaway in San Diego. And on our anniversary weekend, we got to see the chargers back when they were still in San Diego at Qualcomm stadium uh, for Monday night football. And Mm -hmm. Allison had printed out the tickets and there you go. It was on, it was actually more expensive pieces of paper, but technically it was paper Mm -hmm. because they were actual NFL tickets for a chargers game. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to to hang out in Old Town San Diego, have some good Mexican food while we were there, and enjoy uh, football. It was the first time I got to see an NFL game live, so that was pretty fun. That was fun. Yeah. I think mine was also our first anniversary. We had our wedding invitation announcement framed, and we still have that up on our wall. So that's paper. Mm-hmm. But another one that I really loved, it's not necessarily like my favorite favorite, but I just thought it was really cute. It was, I can't remember what anniversary it was, but it was cotton. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you just took cotton balls and glued them or taped them, glued them, right? Glued them uh, I think to, taped them, yeah, or glue, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> to a gift card. So it was such a simple thing, just a gift card, but you got creative in how you could incorporate the, the theme of the anniversary with little cotton balls. I thought that was cute. That was pretty cool. So thank you for acknowledging me. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say that year you gave me a Star Wars tie, which I still have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's actually... Uh, a cool tie because it's little imprints of stormtrooper helmets, but it's very faint. So you have to look very closely at the tie. So when you, when I wear it at church, I mean, like you can't even really tell unless mm-hmm. you look really, really closely. And, oh, it is a Star Wars tie. Mm-hmm. So, so that was a really cool gift. Net, which classy. is classy. Yeah. Classy. So, thank you. Yeah. Thank not you. cheesy. Classy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Very good. Uh, was there anything else you have on that no, subject? Your turn. Okay. Uh, so what I wanted to talk about, what I guess would be new information that we haven't discussed as a couple, but I guess kind of reflecting on the year. So we're not quite at the end of the year just yet, but we're getting close to it. So um, this past year, we got to do some really cool family trips. So we got to go to Palm Springs this past summer to have like a family getaway there. And most recently go to Big Bear. So I wanted to ask you about our recent family trips. What did you enjoy both of both locations for Palm Springs and Big Bear? Um, I mean, I think overall the theme for me for both of them was just uninterrupted quality time, just simple quality time. Like for Palm Springs, we just sat at the pool all day and came and went as we pleased and had milkshakes for dinner. Like it wasn't anything crazy, but it was just nice to be together and relax. And then in Big Bear, same thing. We just like sat in the, the house that we rented and played games and hung out. It wasn't anything super fancy or crazy, but it was just nice to be together as a family and have that unlimited time. Um, I think both places, the thing that stood out to me the most that was the fun activity though, was the water. Like in Palm Springs, the pool area that we went to was really, really fun and had a lot of variety. 
And then in Big Bear, we had a place that had a hot tub and that was really nice to go out in the hot tub as a family. And we even had one moment where we were in the hot tub when it started snowing and that was really a special memory. So those were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a really cool, unique experience to go to when you know you have the adverse weather. I mean, definitely cold weather is the time wow. to be going. <laughs> is the time to be in the hot tub. Of course, anytime is the time to be in the hot tub, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed both both trips. It was really fun. And it's it's nice that we have the variety here in Southern California where, you know, just a hour and a half, two hour drive in either direction. You you can get a really cool, like fancy uh, desert area uh, with really cool resorts or you can go up the mountain. Uh, same amount of time to go to a really cool like uh, uh, sledding ski area, which we didn't do this year, but I think we'll try and do that in the future. Take Avery sledding. I think she'll really enjoy that. But to see the, the, the scenery of the mountains and to enjoy um, the cool sights that you got there in uh, uh, Old Town Big Bear. Uh, is that what they call it? I think they called it Old Town. Oh, just Old Town. Yeah, yeah. Downtown? Downtown. I don't know. Downtown I don't know. Big Bear. Right? We're not Big Bear people now. Yeah. <laughs> but it was nice. Yeah, it was really cool. The cabin was great. So so both, both trips I thought were really relaxing and great for our family. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a, a cherished memory for uh, 2022, getting to have those trips. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My turn? Yes. Okay. So they say that one thing that you should know about a couple is their love language. So what's your love language? How can I show you love? Uh, love language. Yeah, I've, I've, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I love food and you've become a good cook. I mean, you admitted, become. <laughs> become. <laughs> you admitted before that I you, mean, you. It's not false, but sorry, keep going, become. <laughs> Oh, okay, we, we talked about this before, too. You admitted that you weren't necessarily the best cook uh, going no. into our marriage. And it may be even kind of a, a, a lost art that uh, yes. a, a lot of uh, mothers aren't really necessarily teaching their daughters and then that like, gets getting lost or or the daughters aren't necessarily wanting to learn, as mm-hmm. it were. Like, you know, a lot of uh, girls today, women are, are good at baking, but maybe not necessarily putting whipping together like meals from scratch which i mean i'm not expecting allison to have to do that i mean that'd be like a lot of work and i don't I want you to do that mm. it's just too much work mm, we'll do it <laughs> but you know what else too is i need, need to teach our sons like as you're talking like i'm thinking liam needs to learn how to be able to cook so when he goes on a mission he can live off of more than mac and cheese oh that that would have been a helpful thing for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh but yeah so so allison's become really good at cooking so going back to what we're just talking about love language um and then, you know, you know me, just I guess things that appeal to my interests. So the various things that I love for entertainment, you know, so if we're you know, going to the movies, you know, we have tickets to go see Black Panther with our friends later this week. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, I, I mentioned to you before that the Super Bowl is such a big deal for me, like just to have really good food and good friends and good company watching the big game. Uh, so being entertained in that way for sports. And then uh, music, I mean, again, like, I'm not saying, oh, this isn't like a nudge, nudge, wink, 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 wink kind of thing. But if you were to ever buy me a vinyl record of something I love, I'll never say no to that. So I have bought you records. You have, you yeah, have, yeah. Okay. So you definitely done that. So um, I guess, yeah, gift giving for sure. But it has, to, I guess, kind of be more the things that interest me. And as you know, Allison, the, my three primary interests would be, I guess, like uh, sci-fi genre, fantasy entertainment, music, and sports. Mm-hmm. So gift giving and food and food yeah that's what you're saying <laughs> yeah I, I think that would be uh, my love language. do you know mine that's follow-up question uh yours would be service and and uh uh tender tender like gentle care like physical contact kind of yeah 
So yeah. like I always make it a point Physical that because like I when uh uh we're ever walking by each other, uh, I always make sure just to reach out, just like yeah, brush her on the old shoulder or the back or just like just a, a love tap just to let you know that I'm there. Yeah, I love that. So I like to do that. Yeah, good yeah. job. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> okay. Uh so oh so actually, okay, so Allison started this thing called uh uh, high-low buffalo so can you explain to our listeners what high-low buffalo actually is yeah I mean I don't think I think some people do it but it's where you share at the end of your day what was your high meaning what was the best part of your day what was your low meaning what was your worst and then buffalo is supposed to be anything random that you want to share about your day so any factor situation that happened to you throughout that day it, it's been a great way for us to connect as a as a couple and then we've even gotten Avery involved in it to it so when Liam gets older we can get Liam involved too but uh, to kind of like, you know, converse and connect with each other and share what was going on in our days. So there could be days where we're not together at all because we're at work or, or school or whatever it is. Or there could be days where we were home the entire day, which is pretty cool. Uh, but always making sure that we make that effort to connect. Uh, and then again, I love the Buffalo aspect of just sharing just some random factoid that's kind of exciting and cool. So that being said, I do have a Buffalo for you. Okay. Okay. So I just saw that your favorite cookie place, Crumble Cookie, is opening up a location just down the street from Space Bank Pasadena. No way. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, right on, on Foothill Boulevard uh, near uh, Sierra Madre. No, I'm sorry, not, not uh, Michelinda. Michelinda, if you know that area pretty yeah. well. Yeah, right in that shopping center where there, there's an old Sears that closed down. Uh, so just a little bit east of that uh, Sears and that big shopping center area, they're opening a brand new crumble cookie. So I'll be able to pick up some crumble cookie on the way home from work and bring it home. I was going to say, do you know that that means, right? Yeah. So that's, uh, that's other, Allison's <laughs> other love language is bringing home crumble cookie. So you have to bring one home every day you work now. <laughs> yeah, but good. I think I only work like once a week. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so actually I wanted to bring that up. So for friends, good friends of Allison's, I'm sure they absolutely know that she loves crumble cookie. It's been like her favorite treat, like, you know, the go-to like snack for you. Uh, over the past, I guess, like year and a half or two years, because they're a relatively newer company, right? To us, they've been in other Oh, okay. For a while. So, so what is the appeal of Crumble Cookie? Or explain to the listeners who may not know, what is Crumble Cookie? Oh my gosh, they're like these giant delicious cookies. And they're, they're just so tasty and they have a variety of flavors. And I just think they're made so well and they're huge. They're so good. Oh, and they mix up the flavors with you. So you like could go in and there's six different flavors um, on any given day. And there's a couple staple ones, like they have a chocolate chip and a sugar cookie that are always the same, but then they mix up all these amazing flavors. And sometimes they're kind of funky. Like I remember one of them was like a sour watermelon and you're like, whoa, that sounds horrible, but it was delicious. So somehow they make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, there's been some pretty unique ones that we've had, right? And, yeah. And, uh, when we, when we get them for, for friends, I mean, they're really popular. So people just love eating them. There's yeah. very, very rarely other leftovers when it comes to crumble cookies. Is this a paid ad? No. <laughs> <laughs> we should start charging. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, so, yeah, brand new crumble cookies. They're not open just yet, but they're going to be opening very soon. My guess is they'll probably be open right in time for the, the Christmas season, which I think will be really popular time for people to have like sweets of like that type, like, you know, Christmas type cookies. Uh, but again, as Allison mentioned, Crumble offers tons of really cool variety of cookies. So if you haven't checked them out, yeah, definitely check out Crumble Cookie. And it seems to be that locations are coming up more and more frequently. Whereas, you know, before there was just in our local area, just in Glendora first, right? Mm-hmm. And then one opened up here in Upland in our, our neighborhood. Now we have one opening in Pasadena. 
if you probably Google search it, there's probably like lots of locations here mm-hmm. in the Southern California area. So crumble cookie. Yeah. Give them a, a check out. Love it. Good job. Thanks. And then okay. pay us crumble. Yeah. <laughs> or just pay us in cookies. I'm good with that. too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you have? Okay. So you've often said that you've learned how to be married because of your parents, like watching their example in their marriage. Tell me about that. My, my parents, I mean, again, I got to talk to them uh, exclusively for the podcast this past summer. So I got to hear more about their relationship, uh, which was always great for me to see is that they always did their Friday night date nights with uh, with their friends. So they would go on a big group date and go out to dinner um, and then they would host karaoke parties because my dad loved to sing karaoke. I don't know if you knew that about it. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dad was a really big karaoke singer. So we, so we still do. We should do karaoke sometime. Uh, we've done it before, haven't we? No, at my parents' house. Okay, no. I'll, I don't think they have the player anymore. But so um, I mean, well, I mean, yo, you have YouTube now, so you put on YouTube on on the TV, have a microphone, you're good to go. But my my parents had the actual like laserdisc player, so you pop in the disc with the the music, and we even had a few movies on laserdisc, like The Wizard of Oz, oh, yeah. which was kind of cool. So so yeah, the the karaoke player machine would play laserdisc movies, and then of course the disc itself, which my parents had. But as I mentioned in the podcast, uh, when I got to talk to them this past summer, I, I always was impressed to see them go out and make that effort to, to have Friday night date nights with their friends. And as a courtesy to me and, and to my brothers, uh, at the time, I believe Adriana was up at uh, BYU for school. So uh, they would always finish early. I mean, they would start early and finish early. So like, they'd be going out as early as five and then returning home around like seven, seven thirty, maybe the latest eight o'clock. So that myself, Fernando, and Danny, if we wanted to go out, we still could with our friends on a Friday night uh, because someone had to obviously watch Monica. Our, our younger sister was too long, too little to be left alone. So it, it was great to see them make that effort. And like they very rarely ever missed a Friday night date night, which was cool. Uh, they, they mentioned on the podcast that they weren't able to really make like the huge elaborate vacations because of my dad's working scenario. But it was still great to see the the love and affection they would have for each other and then the love and affection they would have for all of us kids. Mm. Very cool. Was there anything else with my parents? No. Nope. Okay. Um, your shows. You know, I always love chatting about your shows or because, again, they're shows I don't really watch that often, but there are certain shows that maybe I'll ask Allison, hey, how's this, how's this going with this show? How's this going there? Uh, particularly, I guess, uh, Dancing with the Stars is one that you enjoy mm-hmm. because there will be certain celebrities who will be on. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm glad that person's on. I, I want to see how they do in the competition. And they usually do pretty lousy. <laughs> <laughs> like, for instance, uh, Billy D. Williams, who's really old, you know, so, uh, who played Lando Carizzine in the original Star Wars trilogy. I guess he got knocked out pretty early when yeah. he was on. Uh, Martin Cove who played uh, John Kreese from the, the Karate Kid movies and now more recently the Cobra Kai show. Uh, he's also an old man. And he got knocked out pretty easily. Well, maybe right? that's why you keep voting for the old men. <laughs> and then uh, Wayne Brady, he's he's not he got knocked out too, right? He's not on anymore. Don't say that. I haven't gone that far. Spoiler oh, alert. Oh, shoot. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm always behind. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. I liked him too. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I totally ruined it for Allison. So she probably has to get back at me. Maybe she's going to. Find out Black Panther spoilers. Oh no, April Fools will come around long soon enough. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, that was on accident. I didn't mean to do that. So, uh, yeah. So, so anyway, so Allison will tell me oftentimes she's about the show she's watching, and sometimes I'll share it with her. So again, it's a, it's a way for us to do like our uh, high low Buffalo, where we just share our lives with each other. 
because there are shows that we love watching together, which are fun. But again, these are kind of more the shows that Allison watches on her own. So how are you enjoying your shows now? Well, I was until you ruined Wayne Brady. <laughs> I also watched The Voice. You want to ruin that one for me too? Uh, I don't know who's on The Voice anymore. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> um, well, it kind of ties into a question I had for us. Like out of the shows we watched together, which one have you enjoyed the most this year? Oh, okay. Well, just going specifically this year, uh, I, I really, really enjoyed Ted Lasso. I mean, we're kind of late to the party because it was really big and popular, I guess, during 2020 when COVID first hit. Uh, but yeah, Ted Lasso is a really great, inspiring show. It's really funny. Uh, it, it is a little high on the cursing. So sorry, everyone. Yeah. But uh, uh, if you're able to, to you know, get past that, I mean, it's a really excellent show about uh, how inspiring of an individual Ted Lasso is. And me, obviously, being a huge soccer fan, I, I just love it involving being a part of the story, which is great. Uh, it doesn't take a backseat at all. I think soccer is very much uh, a huge, integral part of the story, the plot that's going on. But yeah, Ted Lasso is a really great show. We enjoyed. Um, besides Ted Lasso, I'm trying to think what else this year that we liked. Uh, Murders in the Building, we also enjoyed. Uh, that, that was a great one. Um, trying to think. Obi-Wan. Uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of the the Star Wars and Marvel shows have been good. She Hulk was was enjoyable. The Rings of Power, I, I really really loved. You know, I, I got to chat with the crosses, Kimmy and Nathan about that. And I know as as we mentioned on that podcast, the Rings of Power has been, um, you know, a little bit controversial, a bit of a show between the fans. But I personally loved it. I thought it was really great. So, so yeah, there's there's no shortage of uh, great shows to watch. Yeah, I thought Rings of Power was especially good, and I'm not one to like really be into that kind of stuff like when you said this is what we're watching like okay this will probably be one i just kind of sit there and like hang out with you but i really thought they did a good job with it so i mean i know i'm not a hardcore fan with huge uh value in that opinion but it was really good yeah you you did uh uh, pick out some key stuff which was really cool so you picked out gandalf Mm -hmm. and you you recognize who isildur was i believe yes so that was his name yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that's pretty cool i guess i've watched enough of it with you then yeah yeah (laughs) at least the original trilogy of, of lord of the rings movies right very cool. Uh, did you have something for me? Okay, so if you were to talk to somebody who's about to get married, now we've hit, we're hitting eight years, right, of marriage, what advice would you give someone? Like top three things. Um, I, I think look at the, the, the small everyday miracles and the small everyday victories that occur. So by no means should you ever have to like ever rest on your laurels like oh we're out of the woods now but i i've read somewhere that i think most marriages only last eight years and max oh that's not good we're almost done no no that, that means we're gonna we're gonna beat beat the, beat the average oh, okay. right we're about to i hope so in fact actually, let me let me google search that really quick quick i've heard that before so i just want to just take a look really quick i thought it was no seven years is the itch right eight years is the- maybe yeah i thought it was seven years is the end of or the average seven to eight years okay oh, according to a, a google search yeah seven to eight years is the average length for marriages so, so um sad. yeah mm. yeah so that that is sad so um it, it's grateful that we're here and again mar- marriage is, is tough it's, it's a difficult thing to do but being married to me is not tough <laughs> mar- marriage in any regard i think it's uh it can be challenging and difficult because i mean you have to think self selflessly selfless self selflessly selflessly thank you mm-hmm. uh think about your spouse above your own needs and then when you have kids think about their needs above your own um and then still try and remember who your spouse is in between the kids yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah and then realize that life changes that i mean my life is way different now than it was you know just a few years ago 
where I've taken on the uh, taken on the the Mister Mister Dad role, where mm. you know I'm I'm working very few hours, but I'm I'm constantly in school for for my graduate for my uh, uh, master's degree. Uh, for graduate school and then of course being home to take Avery to her various destinations whether it's soccer practice swimming lessons softball uh, picking her up from school picking Liam up from daycare or being home to watch both kids um, my life is different but I think you you enjoy the the differences as they come so and then and then look at the the small victories that occurred that we as we have a great successful marriage now that we had we were able to successfully adopt Liam that Avery's doing well in, in school. In fact, you know, when we had our very first te- parent-teacher conference with Avery's teacher, and we heard that she's doing fantastic in school, I guess like taking that victory that yes, we're we're doing we're doing great as parents. Mm. So remembering the small victories that you have, because recognize them because they're always there. And I think that can help you in any trying difficult times That's to awesome. remember that. Yeah. So that'd be one. Um you don't have to come up with more than one. That's good. Oh, okay. That's sufficient. Okay. I like that one. Okay. I would say a similar thing, like looking for the small things, but I would say in, in courtship, like if you pay attention with maybe um, taking off rose colored glasses and you really look for the small ways that the person you're dating acts, look for them and how they treat other people and in how they treat um, small things like do they take the time to push the cart over where it goes? Like that's such a silly small thing, which I fail at all the time. I want to put my cart next to the car and I don't, and I walk away, but the little things like that show that that's someone that can, is considerate to others and those little moments add up. So I would say like going into, into a relationship is to look for the small moments. And then when you're in the relationship <clears throat> to look for the small things that they do too. Like I remember the first time that Albert thanked me for something really, really small. I think I poured him like a glass of milk or something. And he was like, thank you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, thank you for pouring me a glass of milk. And I just thought that is such a simple thing. He didn't need to thank me. It's not like I'm going anywhere if he didn't, but he made the effort to do that. So the small things like that really, really add up. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I definitely wanted to show my my love and appreciation. And it's grateful that we both have the opportunity to, at various times, just serve each other in something simple like you know, if we're, when we're, we're vegging, as Allison called it, we discussed that on the previous podcast, <laughs> like, you know, on the couch, just watching a show or something like that, like, we'll, we'll take turns, like, oh, you know, I'm going to get you a little treat, or I'm going to get you uh, a drink or something like that. So making sure that we do little acts of service for each other when we can, I think it's very, very healthy and important to do. But I think you should be honest with the listeners that 90% of the time, you're the one that gets up and gets the treat. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah, because but... you're the kind one. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Very cool. But then, uh, well, speaking of, you know, the importance of dates, you know, we just talked about it with my, my parents showing me the great example and uh, how healthy it is for marriages to be doing that. Um, for dates, we've had quite a few this year. We've had uh, lots of sitters, which is great. So shout out to our sitters. Thank you so much for taking such good care of our kids. Uh, it's it's not uh, underappreciated because, again, uh, it can be a handful to take care of them both. But uh, all the sitters we've had have been really wonderful and great. So watching out for our kids and we're grateful for that. So thank you. Uh, what's been your favorite date for this calendar year of 2022? Oh man, it's hard to narrow down. Do you have yours in mind? Oh, I absolutely do. Right okay, off the you top go of first. So I can okay. Think. Well, I'm, I'm grateful that I also have this uh, plugin that I can use uh, the podcast or this forum to talk about this more because I only touched on it just very, very briefly when I had uh, 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 our friend uh, Kim Bitsity on the podcast. My favorite date that we've done this year has for sure, hands down, the the Killers concert mm. at the 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 the, 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 the loser soccer stadium. <laughs> I posted 
a, a championship, whatever. But okay, uh, that concert was so much fun. Uh, Johnny Marr opened for the Killers. Uh, Alice and I unfortunately got there a little bit late, so we missed most of his set, but we were able to catch some great songs. You know, he did a, a Smith's cover song of uh, 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 "There's a Light That Never Goes Out." And a few of his other really big hit songs. So that was really great. Uh, How Soon Is Now, he played that as well. Another Smith's classic. And then the Killers, they were really, really fantastic. A lot of great energy. Their, their songs were great. Um, and you, what he was really special was that there was actually a cancer survivor who was in, in attendance. And they actually brought him on stage to play drums for, for a song. That was cool. Yeah, that, that was a really kind of... my favorite moment. And he was really good, actually. Yeah, he was. Like a, a professional player. Was yeah. Probably a dream come true for him. I, I'm assuming the Killers are probably one of his favorite bands. Yeah. So that was really great to see. And then... Uh, I cried during that. <laughs> and then all, all the big hit songs. So Smile Like You Mean It. Somebody oh, Told Me. Uh, and then ending with uh, Mr. Brightside, which is probably their most well-known song. So, and then, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think now. When You Were Young, one of my favorites from the Samstown album. And then from their newest one, their most re- imploding, The Mirage. I think it's a really great album. Uh, so songs like uh, the first song, what's the name of it? I don't know where you are. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, I, I just know it as the first song on the album because and it's the song that they opened with. And, uh, and then Shot at the Night, which I guess is a song that's not on any of their albums. It was on their Greatest Hits album. So The Killers was a blast. It was really great. Brandon Flowers is a great showman. And I can't say enough great things about the, the concert itself. Uh, the venue, eh, whatever. I'll take it or leave it. But, but again, that's where they chose to play. So, <laughs> True. yeah. So, so that, that was definitely uh, my, my favorite date for uh, 2022. Awesome. I think mine was, um, I have two. Can I give two? Yeah, of course. Okay, mine, my first one was the Garth Brooks concert. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah, Mostly yeah. because, I mean, we had great seats. It was a great concert, but we also like got to go away to San Diego, just the two of us for overnight. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was the first time that we've left our kids for over 24 hours. Yeah, and it was really nice to just be able to be away the two of us for that period of time. So that was my favorite. Mm-hmm um and then but we also had a date night this year I think we've done it a couple times actually where we just got like an hour of a sitter and went down to the hot tub here at our complex and just sat and talked and watched movies and um got in and out and just like got to be together for an hour without having to talk about bills and schedules and kids and that was really sweet too so I think you know it can be um lesson learned exciting and fun and expensive like a garth brooks weekend in san diego or it can be a simple hour out with some in and out in, in a hot tub and that just is a lesson that you just have to put the effort into it no absolutely very good very good yeah that, the, both of those were really great experiences and lots of fun um do you have anything else for me um what have you learned that you want to take into the next year of uh, with our marriage well, it's an important thing to do, and we, Allison has talked about this. We we we, we talked about this uh, off off the air, and and then because we're very transparent people, I think we're okay with uh, sharing it on uh, uh, a recording. <laughs> Allison has become quite the talented uh, party planner. Um, I don't know if she was really before before we got married. Was that something you were doing before? Yeah, you I were? threw parties before. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not to the extent I have now, but yeah. 
Oh, okay, so I, I was gonna suggest that when we were living in Covina and we became really good friends with the Holtzclaw family, yeah. uh, Emily Holtzclaw is an amazing party planner, very talented. Yeah, she, so she I, took my party level to a whole new level. Okay, that, that's the, the assumption yeah. that I was gonna make that either it was entirely because of her or she helped raise your interest in it even more. So, so no, she showed me what I could do. Okay, she inspired <laughs> me. Yeah, and my muse, Emily, you're my muse. <laughs> So, so anyways, yeah, so Allison's quite the party planner. There's been lots of people who have uh, expressed interest in using Allison's services because Allison is very talented and can get a lot done. Uh, and, and we talked about it that it, uh, I, I don't want to put, no, no, by no means at all did it put a strain on our marriage, but sometimes it was a little difficult not having her around as much. Uh, and, but I understand that other people need her too. So I, I can't hold her all for myself, even though sometimes I'd like to, but mm. <laughs> uh so so we did talk about yeah maybe cutting back a little bit on on the parties or being able to i know there's some uh, a few big things that you'll still need to do in 2023 but um i i guess as as a couple to maybe you know maybe maybe we should slow down a little more uh and i, th- I think that'll be really great that as i continue on with grad school and then we continue to uh uh, provide for our family and, and work when we can. Of course, Allison's been the work coach. Allison's been really fantastic with, with the model that she works. Uh, but making sure that we're also still present for our kids, uh, which again is something that we do great, but I think we can always uh, do even a little better. So I think that's what we're looking forward to doing in 2023. Okay, so you heard it here, folks. He expects me to slow down. <laughs> well, you said you would, and I, I, and I believe you. So. Okay, I'm going to try. But, you know, if, if we don't, I mean, again, nobody's perfect. So, again, if, if we find that we're not, then we reevaluate and then we set new goals for each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's the important thing to remember that, again, it's maybe it's a little early to be talking about New Year's resolutions. But the I think because if we, we initially starts to stumble and fall a little short, we get discouraged and you say, oh, I'm forget it. I'm just going to just give up. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, if, if, if it's not quite working out, readjust, um, you know, make adjustments to your goals and then just go from there. And then uh, I think it's important to remember that, that nobody's perfect and that we may not always hit the goals that we set for ourselves. And if we're not, then, you know, just uh, make adjustments as needed. Mm. I think the thing that I would take from this year that I want us to continue doing, but I think we do really well is, is to have a uh, good communication moving forward. Like we're really good about Sunday nights. We sit down, we look at the week, we calendar, we plan, we figure out who's going where with what. Um, I think I love when I walk in the door at night and the kids go to bed finally and, and we sit down and we're both so tired and Albert turns to me and says, do you want to connect? Let's talk about our day. And I just love that. Like we just sit for just a short period of time, even and communicate. And, um, I, I think we're really good at communicating as a couple, not that we're perfect by any means, but trying to, um, stay on the same page and we set goals, we reevaluate and we plan and I just think that we're both really good at that individually and so that together as a couple that's one of our strengths no absolutely yeah I want to keep doing that in the next year very good I think we should absolutely do that that would be really wonderful to do that as a couple and continue to grow together good good plan very good uh did you have anything else for me tonight okay I got one more yeah okay is that okay do you have enough time yeah we got time okay um one more question what is if you could put your favorite perfect day together of just the two of us as a couple what would it look like well it's it's kind of funny I like uh doing really cool extravagant things so uh 
so doing something like you know at the in the evening going to see one of our favorite sports favorite sports teams to get to see the Dodgers or the Galaxy play or the Lakers. Lakers have been pretty horrible, but I mean, just, even just to I'd go, still go. Yeah, yeah, we would still yeah, go. We yeah. would still go. Um, in the evening to do that, but of course, at the same time, you know, doing one of Allison's favorite things to do that are kind of really extravagant and fun would be to go to uh, the Pantages to see a show that she mm-hmm. wants to see. So doing something like that in the evening to close it out, but at the same time, making sure that we go to one of our favorite restaurants so we could, you know, do something simple like in and out. Oh, no, a Brazilian restaurant. Or, yeah, do a little more extravagant, yeah. like a Brazilian churrascaria. Oh, yeah. Or uh, or Cheesecake Factory, which, again, is one of our favorites. But then uh, little things in between, like, you know, it could be really cool that in the morning to go bike riding, mm-hmm. like near in the Santa Monica area, like you know, along the beach area the bike trails that are there. I mentioned that in my conversation with the Welling brothers, that that was a really fun thing. And I'd never done that with Allison. So that'd yeah. be cool. And then also just to go crate shopping or crate digging at, at record stores, because that's something small that I love to do, but just to buy myself something like that and have, have Allison come with me. Uh, so to fill our day with as many of those activities, or we could even do it simple. Like, like you mentioned, like just watch bringing down a tablet or, or a laptop to the pool area, uh, watching the show while we have in and out uh in the jacuzzi so there's so many different things i'd like to do it'd be really hard to fit it all in but just filling our day with a variety of fun things like that would be really great if it were just you and i that'd be fun i'm sold yeah let's make it happen before i die okay (laughs) we are doing one thing tomorrow for our anniversary that's kind of fun i think i mean we are going to go crate shopping for a few minutes but i think we're going to go to chili's Mm -hmm. We're in Glendora where we actually had our first date and just have lunch there together. Nothing fancy, but just to be together at that same location, um, 10 years to the date, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really exciting and fun. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to do that. And then in the evening, uh, take the kids out to go to Cold Sounds for some ice cream. I think it'd be really great to spend time with them mm-hmm. and, and have them a part of the day. I mean, we, we you know, had expressed to Avery how important tomorrow is for us as a couple. Mm-hmm. So, but oh, speaking of that though, so I wanted to also bring out a quick shout out. I mean, it's it's our anniversary, so it's really, really important, but so is family relationships. So I wanted to take, take, take a moment to, to wish a happy birthday to our wonderful sister-in-law, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so happy birthday, Jackie. Happy birthday, Jack. You're, you're probably not listening to the podcast, but if you are, happy birthday. We love you and hope you have a great day because uh, you're very kind to let us get married on your birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, that was a really big sacrifice. Yeah. But I mean, there were so many people, even to this day, like when we have our anniversary, I tried really hard to text and at least send a thank you to those who were part of our day. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that stepped up to help us um, with everything for the wedding day itself. Mm-hmm. And our relationship and and through the years, people have stepped up repeatedly. So we've been touched by service a lot, but we're just really grateful for all those of you who are in our lives and were in our lives that have gotten us to this point. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything else for tonight, sweetheart? No, I love you. Thanks. I love you too. This has been a really fun banter. Maybe not super witty, but it's still like, yeah, I'm witty. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but it's still just fun just to, to talk uh, important things about our relationship. And uh, and I think we talked about some new things, new material we haven't covered yet. So I hope people enjoyed that uh, to sharing with us uh, about how our year has been, how our marriage has been and what we hope to see in the future. So thank you to all the listeners for listening to the Casting for Fun podcast. There's going to be an additional episode this week. I'm going to be doing an episode uh, 
uh, talking about uh, the recent Star Wars cartoon show with uh, Nick and Eddie and some other uh, geek news because there's been some really cool news in the, the past couple of weeks for both Marvel and DC. So, so thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up? Bye, friends. Thank you so much, everyone. You're listening to, you've been listening to the Casting for Fun podcast. Have a good night. Bye.